It is Wednesday, May the 1st, 1049 in Jacksonville. This is Two Dark Girls Homesteading. <clears throat> I haven't been podcasting for a while. But today, I want to talk about your happiness. Your emotion to feel content and satisfied with where you are at today. Um... It's amazing to me that we get into relationships with our mates and we're happy during the time that we're first dating. They call it the honeymoon phase of the relationship. And then they call the second phase the getting to know you phase. The third phase, um, the marriage phase, and then you're breaking up. And when I first met uh, Devon Ducree, which is my husband, he always had this saying after we did something together, are you happy? And at first I let it slide for like a week or two. Then I turned to him and I said, look, you as a person does not determine my happiness. You as a person cannot make me have the feeling of happiness. And he looked at me and he was like, what? I was like, nothing anyone in the whole world can do can make me happy. And he was like, wow, why are you saying that? And I said, because happiness depends on you. It depends on what you want to be happy about how you want to be happy and grateful, what energy you're pulling to be happy. I was like, you can't determine my happiness. Only I can do that. You can do everything I ask you to do, and it still will not make me happy. It may make me grateful for you doing it, but it won't make me happy. So that's when we first met. Now we're almost three years into the relationship and this morning a conversation came up again and he was like you taught me something and I was like what did I teach you that my happiness is not determined by anyone around me that I have the power to make myself happy and I said yes and he said and now I understand that and I was like yeah he was like, no matter what you do for who you do it with, that's not going to make them happy. And I was like, it doesn't. You can be the richest person in the world and not be happy. You can be doing your most favorite thing and not be happy. What I'm trying to get people to understand is stop letting other people control your happiness or your emotions or your reality of being happy when I say this people look at me like I'm crazy my reality of happy I say yes your reality of happy and when I'm dealing with people I always tell them I'm not telling you to live in your reality I'm telling you to live in your necessary live in my necessary what do you fucking mean by that? 
I'm going to explain it to you in this podcast. This podcast is about living in your necessary. Now, women and men, we all have friends who have that great job, nice car, nice house, and they put on a smile every day. They smiling and the world is everything to them. But on the inside, they are destructive. They are destroyed. They are damaged. They are mean, undercover, sneaky, slimy. Uh, They do things that just doesn't add up. But into the world, they put on this face like they are in the perfect necessary. That's necessary for them to be this way. And that is their reality. It's not really their necessary. That's their reality. Then along the way, something in life happens. And they're talking to you and they're your friend. And if they're a really close friend, they're telling you what's really going on behind that smile. Really going on behind those name brand clothes. What's really eating them. And you might know and everybody else around you guys won't know. And that's their reality. Their reality is I'm living this fake facade because this is how the world tells us to live it. And when I'm going through my ups and downs, I don't take it and talk about it because me being a man, that will make me less of a man. And a woman, she'll say, I'm not talking about my problems because that will make the problem more and it will make me seem weak as an African-American woman. That is their necessary, their truth. And I was talking to a young lady the other day and she was like, I just wish people live in reality. And I say, no, 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 no. You never tell somebody to live in their reality. That mean they turn the bullshit up even more. You got that one friend that's drama out for no reason. Bitch, keep drama in her life. She got a boyfriend, but she's cheating on her boyfriend with this boy and this other boy. And she might be dabbling in being a lesbian. And y'all going out and she getting stone drunk and spending her bill money at the club. And her actions and her reactions all are a bunch of drama. That is her reality. She loves that. That's her safe space. But she should live in her necessary. Her necessary is to clean her act up. Start saving money towards her bill and making sure she pay them on time. Her necessary is to deal with one person at a time and not have multiple partners in the bed. That's her necessary. You got that one homeboy who swear he missed the GQ and he's sleeping with a whole bunch of girls and borrowing money to pay Peter to Paul and living on his sister couch, his mama floor and uh, using women for their money and oh, what I'm going to get this woman about me. That is his reality. His necessary is to get his grown butt up and take care of himself. To know that he is a king and he don't need that many concubines in order to be fulfilled in life. And to buy the necessary things he need in life. And stop having his luxuries pushed off on the pockets of a woman. Why am I having this conversation? I'm having this conversation with my African American sisters and brothers. 
because I hope this podcast will help y'all find your necessary. I had to be a bum for 10 years to find my necessary. Um, I had to be at the bottom, the very bottom, where the spirit of the Most High had me asking people to buy me food. Here I was, very educated young lady, uh, certificates for security, certificates for culinary arts, certificates for typing, certificates for all types of things that could have retained me a job, yet there was no job available to me. The Spirit of the Most High did not allow me to get a job. I was going every day looking for a job, yet I was in a homeless shelter. And that was my necessary at that time. That was where I needed to be at because I touched so many people's lives with them getting to know who the Most High Spirit is and a tap into an energy source that was pushing them forward to become successful. So you never know where the Most High needs your necessary to be because we're too busy living our necessary or where the world want us to be and what the world want us to be that we forget about our necessary and our spiritual man and where he or she needs to be. Now, 10 years later, I look back and the Most High tells me everything you asked me when you was obedient to me, I have delivered blessings upon blessings. You have the large house. You have the wonderful husband. You have kids again. You raise one set of kids in poverty. This set of kids you're raising with financial stability. And even though you have been declared mentally unstable, at times I give you peace within your mindset. My necessary is to heal. My necessary is to create. My necessary is to teach, instruct, and lead, and cancel, and wipe away tears. My necessary is to be obedient to the most high energy. And before I got here, I was in a place of bewilderness. I was in my Ezekiel stage. And a lot of people was like, your Ezekiel stage. Ezekiel, if you ever read the book of Ezekiel in the Bible, he's in a stage of discovery, almost. He's discovering what the Spirit of the Most High can do to the elements and energies around him. He's discovering and documenting how things are changing and other people are getting in these types of troubles and he's learning from them because he's on the outside looking in. I used to be in my exodus. My exodus was the 10 years I was homeless. And um, what you got to understand about the spirit of exodus is you're, you're leaving. You're leaving the very thing that has captured you into the sins that are causing you to go down the path that is led for those that are not trying to care about their spiritual man. Not trying to feed their spiritual man. Not trying to understand their spiritual necessary. And you got different necessaries because you got financial necessaries. Financially necessary basically means do not live beyond your means. You should not have an $800 cell phone calling for food stamps. That's, that's, that's not necessary. That's your reality. Uh, your kids shouldn't be wearing Jordan shoes. And your lights can't be paid. That is your reality. That's not your necessary. Buy them some $10 shoes from Walmart. 
and let them be happy. Um, shop at the thrift shop. That's your financial necessary because you can't afford anything else at Walmart. Um, let's put away these fake nails and fake hair and spend more of our money on taking our children out to movie theaters or to hikes or to picnics or to the beach. That is your necessary. Your reality is the long fake hair and nails and the feet getting done. If you're not single, no, you shouldn't be indulging in those things unless everything around you is taken care of and that becomes your necessary. The reason I'm talking to you about your necessary because I don't want you to continue to live your reality which is destroying your necessary. Um, and everyone go through necessaries. You go through a Job period, which is in the Bible, where the Spirit of the Most High is trying you, and he has his thumb on you, and he's allowing all type of things to attack your armor just to give you everything that you ask for. I lived in my Job, Job, Job stage when I was in my Exodus stage. And that is two powerful stages in life where you begin to realize who you are, your place, your value, your self-worth. Those are two places where you're stripped so naked and raw and emotionally anything can harm you. Those are stages in life. Some people go through it in college. Some people go through it in their late 30s, 40s. Some people go through it in their 60s. And it's to teach you, judge not that what you don't understand. And when I tell people this, they ask me, why are you always saying that? You don't understand that girl's situation. You don't understand that man's situation. You don't understand your sister's situation. You don't understand your mama's situation. You don't understand your cousin's situation. Because in reality, you're not living in their reality. You're on the outside looking in and you're being very judgmental. And that's not your job. Your job is to do exactly what the spiritual man puts you in their life to do. Sometimes all they need is a Good morning, I love you. How you doing? Is everything okay? Sometimes all they need is a, come to my house, I'll cook you a meal. Sometimes all they need is an action of love. Not to be told that you love them, but an action of love. An action of love is you showing them you love them. And you got to be careful with actions of love. Because if you're showing actions of love out of pity, then you could be giving the wrong person the wrong actions and they're continuing to do the same behavior because they're living in their reality. My reality this new year, April the 26th, was to confess my anger about people for no reason because I did not want to hear it. I did not want to hear anything that had to deal with my healing process in my life. I did not want to hear about the next stages I needed to take 
in order to heal. I wanted to indulge in my pain. I wanted to be in my woe is me phase for as long as I can sit in that woe is me pajamas and wear it like it was a suit. And this year, I had to give up my woe is me and stop living in the woe is me and realize that I'm not the only one that is going through some of the things that I'm going through. And what I'm going through does not always deserve discussion or an action. What I mean by that. Last year, I was going through a lot dealing with my sister passing. And I felt like nobody understood where I was coming from. And if they did understand where I was coming from, they was taking it with a grain of salt and still crossing boundaries that dealt with me personally that I didn't like taking me out of my comfort zone. But in the process, I learned that there are other people who have lost their mom, lost their sister, brothers, and they're hurt and they're not talking about it or they're hurt and they are talking about it, but it's not helping them to heal. So this year, my new year, April the 26th, is a process of healing and doing things towards me, healing completely. Not forgetting that they're dead, but healing within their death, which meaning every year around their birthdays, I'm going to celebrate their birthdays. I'm going to celebrate the birth of them. And I'm going to do something spiritually for myself, for each one of them. And I'm going to make something with my hands for their birthday for each one of them. My sister Shamika, my mom Antoinette, my brother Reginald, and my uncle Ernest. And that's going to be one of my necessaries that I'm going to have to give myself. And whatever I make on their birthdays... I am going to give them to someone whose birthday is that day. So the gift that I make, I'm going to give that gift to someone that birthday is on the same day as my missing family members. But it's a process. And it's something that's going to make me happy. And it's something that's going to be one of my necessaries. Another one of my necessaries is that I have to fast for seven days each month for the rest of my life. And during these fasts, I'm going to deal with things that are messed up for myself. Like I always make promises that I'm going to do a podcast every day. Then along the way, within a month's time, I don't forget about it. Within 30 days, I don't broke the habit of doing it. And I need to stop doing that. When I make these promises to myself, I need to fulfill them. I can fulfill promises I made to other people, but I never fulfill promises I made to myself. I'm working on that. And another thing I need to do is listen more. Listen more and talk less. And that's something I'm practicing with my mate. I can listen to him. What he's saying does not always need a response. Some things my man need to fi- figure out and find out on his own. 
And even though I can give him advice, sometimes he's not taking advice because it's coming from me. And it hurts. But when you're close to someone, they don't listen to nothing you say. Whether it be friends, whether it be your husband, whether it be your children. They'll listen to everybody else and they'll follow their advice before they follow yours. But you can help by just listening. And you can listen and you can take notes and you can understand and you can be just that for them. You don't have to be their answer, their solution, their go-to person. And that is something else I'm learning from myself. So this podcast today is about listening to yourself and knowing what is your necessary. And I mean, necessary can mean you just getting up every morning and necessarily cleaning your house every day till it continues to stay clean. Necessary can mean when you're punishing your kids, you stick with the punishment and not take away the punishment just because they did one thing good. Your necessary could mean you're correcting your your language in front of other people just because you use a lot of bad negative language. Your necessary could be You need to tell yourself positive things every morning in order to change the shift of the negative energy around you. Your necessary could be a lot of things. But please, try to live your necessary and not your reality. 